Sweet baby. <laughs> baby. Here we go. I believed you. I, you made me cloud my judgment. I went against my gut. This is the chillest, illest rapper of the South, J-Dub. You got made me spill my drink. <laughs> and I am coming. Anime, I am coming um, in this way to say some of y'all need to stop using this face card uh, never decline as your caption because some wow. of y'all faces actually um, the check bounce insufficient funds. So, <laughs> I, I, I well, bounce find, it back. Well, let's find something Wait. else. <laughs> What's it you have to show. say? Insufficient funds, you ain't got no money. <laughs> Where's that clip at? <laughs> let's start the show. This choir stance you you directed, Lord, keep Jeremy lifted up in prayer. Hey, right, there easy, right is now. Now nothing too hard for God. Wow, nothing too wow. hard for God. Power belongs <laughs> to God. Yeah, Woo! I want y'all to know. Wow, wow. Well, welcome to another episode of the Way I See It podcast, where um, yeah, um. Jeremy is clearly on one. Um, Laron looks like he was traveling to another state. Uh, no, <laughs> this edible is teleportation. On me so heavy right now. <laughs> Didn't it edible fall heavy? Oh yeah, that man. I mean, the Shekinah glory. <laughs> Ooh, rest here. Throw your weight around. Myself. I have a problem with that statement because I feel like y'all saying Jesus is big. I think they say Jesus is big too. That's really rude. That's very fat phobic. Throw your weight around. Rude. Okay. Anyway, um, let's play a game. Laron, what you got for us? So tonight we're going to be playing Song Association. Yay! My favorite game. Hallelujah. Now, Josh, you can't take us to church with every word now. I am. Promises. (laughs) Y'all some churchy niggas. All right. So first word is talk. talk. Can we talk for a minute? Oh! Well, I want to know your name. <laughs> Hallelujah. Y'all are really doing too much in these microphones. <laughs> in my ear. Y'all are way too much. All right. So um, good job, uh, Jeremy. Talk. Thank you. Um, next one is smile. Today's a new day, but there is no sunshine. How did Nothing I but clouds and the stars and the skies and the tell me it's all right. Stay How did I it. know? How did I know? How did I church these niggas? Smile all right. for me. <laughs> oh, me. Will you just smile? All right. Um, next one is... <laughs> you made me smile. Oh, all right. The yeah. smile just let me out of here. Smile, smile. 
<laughs> All right. Next word is dream. We are dream girls. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, I was hoping we was going to say that. We'll make you happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, when I first saw you, I said, oh, okay. My. I said, oh my, that's my dream. Hoba, that's my dream. That's my dream. Hey. Y'all are so silly. Okay. Um, next word is. All right. So the next one is phone. 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 P-H-O-N-E. P-H-O-N-E. Why oh. are you calling me on the phone? Why are you not at home on time? Stay, <laughs> stay, you know where your friends, because you got a lot on your mind. And now you're swearing up and down that it ain't me. <laughs> it's giving Eddie Kane. It's <laughs> legend. It was that Tony do it. Why are you calling me on the phone? Why you not? Oh my god, yo, these hands are trying to be out. All right, um, two more words. Next word is clean. You got me with it, cute and clean. Clean. Wash everything. Thank you, Josh. That's what I was going. For. That's what I was hoping that someone would sing. Won't he make you sing? <laughs> Jamie, he, he wants to be Ricky Dick tonight so bad. Okay, okay, Ricky, Ricky Diller, come I'm on back. Correct- come on. Oh my gosh, I'm cracking up. Right, not, last... not Atlanta's top uh-uh, or bottom, oh, whatever he well, is. Well, you, there will not be no Uncle Ricky slander on this podcast. Next word. Doing the conventions. Next word. Next word. Next word. Moving on Fire. in the service. God don't need no matches. Fire by himself. <laughs> oh, but you like that one. <laughs> Listen, I'm you know I'm holding this Pentecostal to the bone, baby. Well, Jeremiah said it's like fire. Ah. Shut up Shut in my, my bone. Boom, 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 boom. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Woo. My Woo. I can't wait till Pentecost Sunday. <laughs> All right. Well, that's, that has been that has been your song association song tonight. Thank you for participating. You guys were great. <laughs> I am. Thank you. Undefeated. Undefeated. <laughs> Child. Uh, <laughs> moving on to the service, Jeremy, who we bring into center stage. What blacks excellence are we celebrating? I don't know what black excellence is, but shut up. Um, Ooh, you get so my damn nerves. Every <laughs> <laughs> week it's the same damn thing. Shit. We Come on, bam. Post. Come on, bam. Bam. <laughs> a waffle. A waffle. Ooh, um, fix it in post. You ain't gotta keep outing me like that. You supposed to cover. Okay. <laughs> on tonight, I would like to bring to center stage the entire cast and crew of Black Panther Wakanda forever. Oh, yes. I, um, I'm going to be honest. When I heard it, they were going to come out with the second one, I was like, nah, I don't really know how I feel about that. The first one was really good. But I have to say, like, 
I'm really big on cinematography for movies, and I was completely blown away by the cinematography, the costumes. Yeah. Um, Ryan Coogler being black and directing one of the most successful films of all time. Yeah. Um, globally, I think it was about 330 million this past weekend. Nice. Um, and they're set to surpass the first Black Panther, which I think has generated or gross, I should say, about a billion dollars. So well, they got money. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm just yeah. I'm that was such a great film. I want to see it again. I really hope Angela gets nominated for an Oscar because yeah, without giving too much away, um, yes. she was amazing. No spoiler because um, y'all y'all like to be stupid and wait three weeks when you knew about this movie for months. I'm sorry. I just have to say this line. Have I not given? Everything. <laughs> I said, "Oh, I felt that in my chest." She hurt my feelings. <laughs> I said, it was oh the ball, ball-headed, ball-headed demon for me. Ball-headed <laughs> demon. Yes. Um, yes. But yes, I want to honor them, and we celebrate them. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. All right. I love so since, we, since yes, oh, I want to hear Jack McCullough. I want to hear your praises. Let me hear your praises. <laughs> um, so this is you know my phone rang all week with some bullshit. You understand? Uh-oh. And this is this is who I want to call me back. I I want people who lack communicative skills mm-hmm. to call me back. Do not commit to something. Have me wait for you because you committed to something and then go radio silent. I think you're the dumbest person ever because you know how it, it takes it takes 22 seconds to pick up your phone, send a text message to say, hey, I changed my mind or hey, I'm not going to be I'm not going to make it. Something else came up. Yada, yada. Um, I think it's very inconsiderate. Um, to not communicate. Everybody has the right to change their mind. That's not what this is about. This is about changing your mind and having someone wait on you and not responding or, you know, saying, communicating what's going on. I think it's highly disrespectful. And you can call me back, but you're going to hear my voicemail because I will not answer. You're blocked, okay? (sighs) You are blocked. Joshua blocked her. Correct. <laughs> yeah, I think it's very disrespectful. It's very selfish. But more importantly, the fact that I went through the effort to get ready, mm-hmm. knowing I wanted to stay my black ass at home. Right. Jeremy, where you been? At home. And I mean that. So <laughs> it takes a lot for me to leave this house. And mm-hmm. so the fact that I had to do that and then, no, there ain't going to yeah. be no blocking. It's going to be some pulling up. Yeah, you don't you don't <laughs> wasted my time. I don't spend all this time waiting on you, and I could have been doing something else. Hello, something completely else. Like I could have made completely different plans. Could have, you know, what I'm saying like just it's the inconsideration for me. Yes, period. <laughs> and while while we at it, give people the the right to choose. Do not take away people's cho- uh, right to choose. Um, always approach everything with truth, and allow that person to respond to your truth. If you are coming to somebody trying to build something and it's built on a lie, you're despicable. Despicable mm. me. Mm. Black guns and all. Me. 
It's a special place in hell for a bitch like you. <laughs> that caused division. <laughs> Amongst women. <laughs> Jesus. My God. Uh, Marvin Gaye, wake hey, up. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Because what the fuck is going on? Yes. Literally. Literally. So, first piece of information. Remember the girl I talked about last week? They, she went over to Mexico and yes. she got died. Come to find out it was a scheme that Todd set up to, up. in fact, come to us with the bullshit. These friends beat and mangled her and caught it on video and then came back their ass over here like they didn't know what the fuck happened. They, the girl got intoxicated. They are, there's a recorded video. Ain't no allegedly. There's a recorded video of the girl, you know, knocking her like, Got a mink, 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 mink. The autopsy came back on her, um, showing that there was spinal damage. So they were whooping her. All of them. Jail. Hell. Mm. Electric chair. <laughs> Electric chair. Because, and for real, guys, you know, we don't bring these topics up to be messy or whatever, but it's to bring awareness. Get real friends. If you are, if baby... Ask yeah. the Lord to heighten your discernment of spirits, baby. Because when you get that, when you get that feeling, pay attention. When you are not supposed to be somewhere with certain people, pay attention to that voice, because people are out here calling themselves your friend and your sisters and your brothers, and they mean absolutely nothing but detriment to you. Be careful in these streets. Absolutely, I think the Lord for this good discernment. And I think the Lord's only got like seriously a few friends right. <laughs> that I know that like Ruffer got my back and I gotta worry about no bullshit like that. And that's why like I really when I do travel, I make sure it is like with people, like close friends, my babe, or family, cause mm -hmm. <laughs> And to further spread awareness, their names are Khalil Cook, Naz wow. on Facebook, <laughs> and Malik Jews. Go run this shit up, up in the worst yeah, way possible. <laughs> okay. Um, Speaking of messy, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jordan. You got something? No, 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 no. I, Josh is just. You know what? I wasn't trying to pull a what you call it. I didn't want to cut you off. Um, but speak okay. of messy shit. <laughs> speaking of messy, me speaking of messy shit in my area, if I don't oh. know how famous this girl is on TikTok, but apparently she's on everybody's TikTok because people are talking about her. So there's this trifling girl in my area that's got pregnant at 36 by a 17 year old that and then is mad hold on boy went to jail she is now 43 he's 26 he out and she mad because he not want like that i'm gonna wipe you up type shit he's trying to live his life but the, he's 26 years old but he just he just like, entered into his prime uh, hello and ma'am you are 43 you were 36 when you had sex with this young man uh r shelley the fuck? What is going on with you? <laughs> Wrap it up. Clean it up, delicious. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that it's so predatory and it is so disgusting for her to do something like that. And like for you to really be in your feels that when he got out of prison, that he wasn't like on no, I'm a like, you know, be what you be with you type shit. Man, you are 43 years old. He is 26. But that's that entitlement piece that because I want you this way, I, I expect you to automatically want me, you know, 
this reciprocate that. And that is just not the truth. I do not have to like you back. Like, I appreciate your likes. I appreciate your compliments. But I do not have to give that back to you. That is my choice. I, damn it is my choice. And fuck, I, if I don't like you back, I ain't, I ain't got to go through no damn motions to, to make you feel good. I don't fucking like you back. I, I think it's something to be said about people who... um are like in their 30s and like to date teenagers that's disgusting like disgusting. even if even if even if they're 18 like i know <laughs> i know people on twitter and i won't you know drop their handles but they are two very popular people um but i've seen like on multiple occasions not only do they like femme you know femme men but they like like boys who are like 18 it's it's cringe and it's like, like a predator why, yeah like <laughs> while they are legal but that still doesn't make it okay like an 18 year old's brain is not even fully developed why would you want to you know but it, like you said it's the entitlement and it's um i think a lot of times people who are older think they have the opportunity to control Oh, well, you're younger. You ain't, you know, I've been through some stuff and, you know, so you have to watch out for those kind of people. But it's definitely something to be said about the fact Mm. that she's 36, having sex with a 17 year old. Yes. And now 43. It's grooming. But I guess these little boys is is rearranging their guts because there was another teacher somewhere who was having relationships um, with uh, a 17 year old. Mm. just you know a student is and and mad she got caught like it's just like okay and then that brings about of course the the double standard of you know people turn turning a blind eye because it's a guy oh well mm-hmm. you know you know you can't really rape rape a guy it's, stu- it's stupid mm-hmm. but i just i just i just don't understand there are even sex mm-hmm. toys that i just can't participate in because it looks like a child, and I just, I just would no, no, no. Talk about them little, those little miniature like the little pussies miniature ones. Like, yeah, like, they got the yeah. little, they got the little boobies and yeah. and the little ass <laughs> up like that. Yeah, Mm-mm. I, I thought just, those were like people who, who like midget porn or some shit like that. Yeah, it, it just looks very weird. It's like it no, I no. If I'm gonna get one, I need a, I need a big one. I need the one oh, I can slap. <laughs> And it slapped me back. It, you know, I, anyway. No, I've been but, seeing a lot of those, by the way. And my goodness. And while we're talking about it, these sex toys, I want y'all to be, uh, ooh, se- oh, sex is just not sex no more. It is just, uh, it, ooh, it's, y'all have turned sex into exchanging tables. I mean, it's just, I got content for sale and solo content for sale. What happened to just posting news because you just felt like it? What happened to just private, having sex because Snapchat. it was, it was nice. Why we gotta, why we gotta charge for everything? Why we gotta pay? <laughs> I, I see nudity every day. For free. For Baby, free. We, we in a recession. <laughs> they said charge it. I'm not up. paying to see. Run I'm it up. Run see it up. Do what I do. I'm not paying to see you do that. And then if you're gonna be charging all these astronomical prices, you need to be doing some astronomical shit. Yes, absolutely. That I agree with. Don't don't be having your OnlyFans page and like you posting up like your feet and charging Mo- <laughs> motivational cool pictures money. with your with your titties hanging out. Girl, I don't want girl. 
This girl sent me real life. This girl recently, and I'm gonna move on in the service. This girl recently Snapchat me and didn't say nothing but just showed me her feet. I said, baby, you're gonna have to come back with something different. Uh you're gonna have to Snapchat me that that, that cooch cat because um your feet are not going to move me to anything. I'm sorry. <laughs> what so wait, wait. So she Snapchatted you a picture of her feet and thought it was like thought I was gonna do something? Yeah, thought I was I was going to be attracted because you know there are people mm-hmm. out here with foot fetishes. I am well, not one fetishes. of those people. Not one. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just like. I, I mean, I, I'll suck a, I'll suck a toe, but I being like just seeing feet and getting turned on by feet. No, I I, I think it's weird actually. But that's a different story mm-hmm. for a different day. Because why feet make you feel some? Okay. Anyway, um, the, the 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 escape girls can just never escape the drama. <laughs> Who? Oh, who's old Tasha? The- <laughs> oh, Tasha. Oh, that that dress she had on was just horrible, just loud and wrong and unnecessary, like the runs she put in every damn song. <laughs> just you are a reflection of your con- contribution to the group. So, um, everybody, everybody else had their choir robe on, their uniform, and Tasha comes <laughs> out like very much so. My name is David Ruffin, and these are the Temptations, like in this <laughs> lime green Uncle Clifford uh, dress, and you know, trying to play like she did, like nobody was in communication about what the fuck they was wearing. Girl, your sister was in compliance, so you knew. Right, you knew everybody so candy, had on the same exact like color scheme like right oh. um so candy came to her post and was like girl please you made an intentional decision to get a different stylist than than, than the rest of us like stop trying to play like and create this false narrative that we kept you out of the loop move on so now they're beefing her and her and candy are beefing and <laughs> You know, I, Tasha has always just looked like a cabbage patch doll to me. Wow. What the fuck <laughs> <Whoa>. is she <laughs> wearing? She has. The little chubby black one with the afro. <laughs> but I got mad respect for Candy though because Candy, like, for real, for real, she always want to keep it a bean. Like, mm-hmm. girl, you're not afraid to sit here and play like you did not, like, you are so oblivious. Like, you did not know what was going on. That's why I respect her so much of on Real Housewives because, like, she has always been, like, my Taurus sister. We keep it 100, period. Until she started doing all the crime. Then when she started doing all the crime. <laughs> That's because she pissed. We, you know, we, we started to get the crime when we low up. So when it's, like, overwhelming, the tears started mm-hmm. to come. Emotional. <laughs> and that's fine. Wait, speaking of Royal Housewives, did y'all hear that Married to Medicine, like, maybe canceled? No. It's no, like it, it's like in limbo because they're they're supposed to start shooting in January, but Bravo has not like confirmed that they're going to go forth with the season ten, just because of the ratings that was last season. But I don't know if y'all watched last season, not, but last season was I like, did. Very, like 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 compared to the other seasons, last season was very lackluster. Yeah, I felt that the drama between Contessa and Heavily was very forced. It was like very. it doesn't make sense, girl, because you said all of this stuff on camera on national yes. television, and Heavily said. All of the stuff that she said on YouTube to your face. Yes. Yes. I like, like, <laughs> it was like, very forced. I just like to just do a recast. We like, Anila can go. Yes. <laughs> Side of her. And um, I, I think that the the Aubrey, Aubrey, Audrey, whatever her name, I think she brings a nice little spice to the show. But, she, but you know, they was introducing her, so I guess they wasn't trying to put her on there like that. But 
Mm. I'm sad. If they don't come back for season 10, I will be sad because I love Miss Quad. She's my favorite. Yes, I did too. Um, uh, did y'all see Trump announced he, that he was running? Uh, I was literally uh, just about to say that. I'm telling y'all now. I will, I'm, I'm, I'm moving. If that fool gets reelected, I'm leaving this country. I'm going to Japan. No, but I don't. I don't think he'll get reelected though, because like I've even watched, been still watching the news like post election or what, or what have you, or like post midterms, and I, and a lot of people that he endorsed, like because a lot of uh, didn't like actually win. Yeah, yeah, and most of the Republican Party is like on the side of like we don't want nothing to do with Trump because of everything that he's like symbolizes basically the insur- mm-hmm. everything from the insurrection on down, like. He put such a disdain on the Republican Party that most of them are like, nah. So I don't think he's going like, to run, but I don't think he won't win. Because how is that man not in jail? That's no, for that, real. The question. And peach twice, right? Correct. Yeah. <laughs> incriminating evidence. But speaking how of. Are you not like that? <laughs> but speaking of incriminating, um, there's a documentary on Hulu called God Forbid. Baby, when oh, I tell baby. you. Oh, y'all need to get into the things because my God, it started out with joining couples. Now, I ain't uh, totally against it, you know, because, you know, I may join a couple or two myself, but um, it started out as joining a couple um, that, that, you know, were pastor and first lady and then also president of this, you know, prestigious college and baby that thing start to escalate and there were ties to trump and all these white evangelicals and y'all girl paula mm-hmm. white that called on mm-hmm. the african angels they said she was a slut from the 90s that she okay. was a drunk and she was a whore a whore she really was she was really calling doing a mate call saying i want all the black come feed me that black call come feed me that black stuff me with that black bbc 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 yeah Nah, but for real, like he really said that they was at the party and Paula White was like drunk, looking him up and down, like, oh yeah, what's up? Come back to, some come back to my room type vibes. Child. That's what Wendy left for. Said she was a loose woman. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it though. But yeah, it's just it's just amazing to just see all of these things. Uh, transpire. I want you to know that I'm just high, and that was a filler because I didn't know what the hell was going on. But <laughs> I, know. I know, I do have, I do have one more thing though. Okay, and on a much darker note. Wow, um, I think it's darker. Sorry, <laughs> well, no, I think like so. I'm sure y'all heard about the shooting at Virginia with that. Um, yes, that, and for it to be black man, and I, I think what what messed me up because. At this point, when I see anything with the word shooting in a caption, I'm like, oh, okay, you know, but this one hit different because I was on Instagram and um, Viola Davis posted the picture of the players that were killed. Mm-hmm. And they were like some of the most beautiful black men that I've ever seen. Yeah. And that like it did something to me, you know, um, I don't know what it's triggering on multiple levels because I, I don't. I think I've ever talked about this on the podcast, but I had a friend um, who went to Prairie View 
he was hazed and ended up dying. Oh no. Um, they had him running around the track in the heat in Houston. You know, if you know anything about Houston, humidity wow. is like always above 90%. He asked for water. They didn't give it to him. Um, yeah, he ended up dying and he was probably like 21 or 22. Wow. Um, so like that tied into like what, I don't know what, why this guy killed, you know, those players, if it was because, because there's some stories that's like he was hazed and then it was like something to do with him being jealous about not being on the football team anymore. He was being bullied. So it just like, it just, it really messed me up. It really did. Yeah. Mm. There's a post, there's a, um, a, a page I follow on Instagram called every nigga deserves. And one of the posts is every nigga deserves to grow old. But at the same time, every nigga deserves to heal. I really want us at large to just heal because all of this senseless killing because you mad, you don't you can't control your temper and because you feel insecure, you need to deal with those because mm-hmm. you 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 not only snatch away a life from the earth, but you you snatch away your own life. Like it's really not worth it. I have a friend right now that I went to high school with sat on my couch is one of the most brilliant minds to ever, you know, be here, but in pre- but in jail right now for, for a murder charge. Mm. Like, mm. what is it? What is it? And it, it just, it just doesn't make sense that you feel the audacity and the gall to take somebody's life because you don't agree with them. Like, who are you? Who you, who are you? And, um, it's definitely sad because life is like death is just hard. Death is just hard, and you know th- now those families are they got holes snatched in. You know their heart was snatched yeah. out of their chest, and mm-hmm. holidays. So it, this is just gonna be a reminder each year of what they lost and went how they lost. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot. It's just senseless. It's insensitive. And mm-hmm. you just, it, it needs to stop. Immediately. I don't think we have a solution, though, you know? And I think that's the frustrating part because, you know, we talk about gun control and, you know, anybody, you know, guns are accessible, but it's like nobody has. I think it's too late. That's one thing about America. Like we're too late in the game to mm-hmm. change it, you know? Because um, you don't hear about this in other places, in other countries. You don't hear about, mass shootings like almost every week or every day you know what i mean so yeah all right that's enough of that <laughs> yeah <laughs> i can go it on and on child because i'm on a trip right now that just brought me <laughs> did, did it bring you way down deep so let's so so since every nigga deserves okay. to grow old um i'm approaching 30 you all are already 30 plus yeah and not um, too much i'm just saying the facts are the facts <laughs> um <laughs> So it's the plus for me, for for me, for me, the thirties is like Mama Joyce was to Todd. We said, "Ain't no mountain high enough, ain't no valley low enough to keep me off your ass, your baby." You know, <laughs> I feel like that's what the thirties are for me. So I'll, I'll start this way. For me, going into thirty, I feel a lot of pressure. Mm. I don't feel accomplished enough. Mm. I don't feel like my life is on the right track. It's like, oh, 
I should probably start having children soon. Like, mm-hmm. oh, wow, I'm still working here doing this. Wow. Like, you know, it's it's mm-hmm. a lot of dissatisfaction with where I am um, and a lot of fear and pressure because it's like almost to the point of you about to be 30 and you don't have anything to show for it. Which mm. is a lie because I have a lot to show for it, but yes. it's just like, yeah, yeah it's you just know. like, I don't have, I guess, my level of enough to show for oh, it. What you expected to, for right. where you expected to be going into thirty, not where you were. Right, but it's a lot That's... of pressure. It's just, oh, it's 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 heavy some days. The thing is, it was different for me. Like really? I feel that pressure. Yeah, I I feel that pressure now that I'm in my thirties. But when I, like when I turned twenty nine, going into thirty, I was actually very excited because I felt like my twenties was my fuck up years. Twenties okay. is where you know twenties is where I fucked up. I found my I found what I I found myself basically, or I because you're always finding yourself. Because even like now I'm thirty about to thirty four. I'm like wow, I'm I'm finding myself. But like a different like your, the first like your mindset starts to change when it mm-hmm. comes to certain things. So I was like excited to experience like, okay, now that I, I really feel like I'm mature in my mindset when it comes to like the important things in life, like my finances and my values. Uh-huh. So like, I'm excited to experience like being in this level of mindset in this next decade of my life. So mm-hmm. I was excited going into my thirties. I wasn't like having those thoughts. Hmm. Yeah, it was, um, it was interesting. So when I turned 30, I was on the cruise ship, literally half halfway across the world, partying, um, having a good time. And that was like a peak. This was 2017. So like, this was like a peak moment of my career. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, 2017 going into 2018. And so I was like, I felt like, you know, cause you know, as an actor, like you're waiting for that moment, you go to school, you do the training, you, you do the auditions, but you're waiting for like that big break. And I was like, mm-hmm. damn, I finally got it. Cause that's when I decided I wasn't going to work full time anymore that I was going to solely depend on my talent to pay my bills. And so booking a cruise contract like was amazing. But mm-hmm. on the other side of that, emotionally and internally, I was not in a great place. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it was masked by the fun I was having. And so mm-hmm. I kind of, and like, I got so, and I still am, I'm so career driven that when somebody's like a relationship, I'm like, ill. you know what I'm saying? But I'm trying to, it's something I'm working on. Um, mm-hmm. But there was, especially if you've ever been on a cruise, if you're listening, you understand most people don't like to be on there for three days, five days, seven days, mm-hmm. but try being on there for six and a half, seven months mm-hmm. in, the same, in the same room with the same, you know, of course, new passengers, but same, same cast members um same you know crew members etc cetera, etc cetera. um you get really lonely and so there were some I nights like so <laughs> for real um but there especially and it's it's going to sound corny but especially being a cancer being a water sign and always being on the water that mm. really fucked my emotions Ooh, up it stirred you up um mm. it really did and so there that's when i learned that vodka wasn't um my choice of alcohol because oh, wow. yeah i almost shoved a eight ball down somebody's throat because I was going to beat his ass. But anyway, that's besides the point. Um, Allegedly. He allegedly almost did. Yeah. That's just something that's a little screenplay I wrote. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so like it's 
So like on one hand, I was very excited, but the other hand, I was like, damn, I have nobody to share it with. Mm -hmm. Um, And Laurent, I'll piggyback off of that. Like definitely you, I do feel more pressure now. Like I'm turning 35 next year. Damn. You know? (laughs) Yeah. Right. Um, That is my favorite. (laughs) That is he was Don Cheetah wanted to beat his ass. (laughs) Um, But I'm the only, and another thing is like, I'm the only sibling with no children. Mm. Um, so like, that's another layer. And yeah, I'm, are you the oldest no, or youngest middle? I'm the youngest. I'm the youngest okay. of seven. So mm. yeah, I get that. I, so I'm going to be very, very transparent. I had a, this is a fear. So y'all let me know if this is something to expect. I had, I had ED. So when everything was going on, erectile dysfunction, Laurent. Oh. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> help, help the baby. Jeez. Help the baby. Baby, them eyes was going, wasn't they? I, I mean, was like, pull up. You see me reach my phone, I'll pull a Google hell? like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't wait to watch that part. <laughs> but it was, it, it was me discovering that now my state of mind affects my penis that if my mind isn't clear, homeboy ain't getting up. And wow. that's different for me because it used to be the wind could blow. And okay. <laughs> thank okay. you, ready, order ready, next, you know. <laughs> um, But it was so embarrassing. So this girl came over and, you know, you, you know, and okay. nothing okay. was happening. Yeah, nothing was happening. And I'm just looking like, okay, this has never happened to me before. Like, what do I do? So, you know, I'm trying to do all of the things. Like, no, I'm trying to do all of the things to, you know, get myself there. And it is just not happening. Like, my my armpits are sweating. And I'm just like, I'm just like Josh, what is wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Josh, what is wrong with you? You're broken. Like, so I said, you know, I did the infamous, let me go in the bathroom. I'm in the bathroom giving my dick the biggest pep rally there is. Like, just come on, come on, come on. Clear, poo, clear. <laughs> I think we lost them, guys. I think we lost them. Call uh, I'm a bit, you know, and I'm just like, that's stupid, Josh. That is so dumb. Oh, uh, I'm just like, so I came out there and she was like, you just don't find me attractive. And I was like, no, it's not that. I said, Maybe I just fucked the metal up. <laughs> I just, yes, I just, I, I'm just going through a lot, you know? And then, so it was, it was crazy that I experienced that because, you know, I've always been, you know, a little Caesar's pizza, hot and ready, mm. you know? Well. I haven't experienced that in going into your 30s. I'm in my 30s. I have not experienced that. I feel like I want more sex now. Okay. <laughs> Which is also awesome. a problem for me. You said, well, you're shocked, Jeremy. I, yeah, but it, sarcastically, we're shocked. Um, He's trying to call you a hooker. My, my whole days are behind spirit me. Fingers. And my whole days are behind fingers. me. I've been delivered. <laughs> I'm, we're I'm delivered, honey. I don't do that. I don't do that whole stuff no more. I'm delivering. <laughs> I think for me, um, you you're not wrong. ED is definitely, and it's honestly sometimes still a thing. Sometimes, I mean, I ain't had sex in 
Uh, yeah. Anyway, it's been eighty-two um, years, baby. <laughs> it's a damn desert down there. Ooh. Um, but <laughs> it stopped in revival, though. It's in revival. <laughs> it stopped being just a fuck, and mm. it became more about an emotional connection, and not yeah. even it can be just even platonically. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the we I mean, this is I know we're gonna have a sex episode, but I have to share this. Some of the best sex that I've ever had in my life oh, was I think last year in the back of a car. Yeah, let me, let me tell you something about me. I don't like being rode, be it a, a man or a woman. I, it just I immediately will go like a little being like a sausage. I don't. I don't. I think but, we should unpack that one day, but okay, go ahead. We can. No, we can for sure. But but that night, baby, you, solid rock. Solid I as mean, a rock. You got rose, Jimmy. And you enjoyed it. You liked it. Yeah, that bull shy. I know it for myself. I didn't um, know what they were feeling. Listen, no, but like, and I think what helped was there was always and it's somebody that you know it was a co-worker at the time oh, but Jesus. that tension that tension kept building mm. and then it became you know we're out at a bar with other colleagues and we're mm-hmm. connecting in the back of like, a car come to I my car i love listen it. oh my but god i love it i think about it almost every, not every day <laughs> but very often but again, I say that all to say that's when I realized that it was about the connection more so than just it being, you know, yes, we did fuck, but there right, was an emotional right. attachment to it. And yeah. I, I find it. Yeah, I can go limp real quick. I, wow. I I get that, though. <laughs> I get that, though, because even sex for me is I don't enjoy casual sex. Like you have to catch me on a, on a time where I'm just like, you know, whatever. Um, mm mm-hmm conversation stimulates me like if if you can't talk if you can't if i can't pick your brain if you if you're not if you don't have ambition or something that you're passionate about and i don't hear that passion oh it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen things are not gonna but let me let me hear you talk about what you're passionate about baby let me hear you talk about something that you know intellectually um intrigues you oh my god Yes, it's a yeah, it's a, it's a turn off for real. Like 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 that. Like and I was like just talking to my friend about this other day. It's like shit that I look for, shit that turns me on. Now is not the shit that like I would think in my like early, mid to late twenties. I would like, you know what I'm saying? It's like I, mm, that, that don't get me up no more. Like I that's for conversation for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Like can I talk to you? Can can we have like an intellectual conversation? Can we go deep? You know what I'm saying? That baby rivers flow it's a mind yeah. stip, uh, simulation the, the, that, that's it, a whole new level i really believe mm-hmm. sex is a matter of the mind that mm-hmm. the most beautiful and powerful sex happens um it, it's it's the marriage of the mind and the body oh i feel like Absolutely. tj should put me on the next uh uh yeah. what's the he's not gonna love album he's not gonna do that <laughs> He said, Sarita, he said, Sarita, Yo, tell him that seven I mean, I mean, sheets slide. I, oh, my God. <laughs> I, when my, 
First of all, that album scarred me on so many levels. First of all, I don't want to think about Bishop T.D. Jakes and Sarita fucking. Number Ooh. two, I was going in my, I went in my mind, like when that CD first came out, I was going, because my dad had like a, you know, like a cabinet full of CDs. So I was like, well, let me go in here and like pop some in for like while I'm cleaning my Sacred room. Love my is what it is. Yes. Why did I go and see Sacred Love songs in a CD player? Mm. Scarred. Scar- nasty to it. <laughs> they first of all, and that's that's another thing. Okay, say folk yeah. out there, stop Please. fucking some music like that. Please. <laughs> the it, Bible it's says it's that the bit of marriage is undefiled. <laughs> that's how he was talking on the album. Then Marvin himself said, "If you wanna love me." <laughs> That's my song. The way I need to be loved. Come over here and Yo, love me on my side. Cause satin and she slide. Baby. I'm not trying to hear a Billy Goat sing to me. Listen. No. It was uh-huh. horrible. It was Yo, horrible. Why, why are y'all fucking to that music? TDJ <laughs> said, it was her lady, her lover, and her God. <laughs> I was just like, what? That's enough. I almost spit my drink out. I almost spit my drink out. (laughs) Y'all have a favorite song y'all like to have sex to? Um, yo, and this is another thing. Like in my twenties, bitch, fuck me to some future, to some ratchet shit. I want to be. I want to hear baby. Let's go have red sex. And I want baby. Wow. That's the music I want to get. Because he's a slut. He wants to be slutted out. (laughs) I like it and slutted out. Yes, but. Now, like, if you got on some like R and B, like some, <laughs> come back, he done passed out, baby. You can put and and, uh, and even like I like okay, so I like a mixture of like old school and be like knocking the boots and like the other Jody C songs or whatever, but then also like mix mm-hmm. it in with like some uh, Pretty Ricky Weekend Playhouse and touch oh touch. Lady or apply Smith's pretty pussy. Plan to get it. Tank goes yeah. Ah no tank baby. Ooh, slowly. <laughs> Ooh, I, no. slowly. I don't, slowly. I don't need no music. <laughs> I don't need no music to to to, to do the do. I like cause I like I to hear the ambience. Okay. I like you to like hear the clapping. <laughs> <laughs> I like to hear <laughs> I like to hit him that's that's wooden spoon up in that mac and cheese bowl stirring. Okay. I like to you know what right. <laughs> now I might have to, I might have some some Netflix in the background, you know, just you know, a little big mouth okay. or something, you know, something no, we can laugh about no. while I'm still hitting it. But um no, I think no, no. Yes, no. I think but that slowly, oh baby, I had an ex. She knew every time slowly was coming on what was about to happen. It's Mr. Nasty yes. time. It's not Mr. Nasty. It's Mr. Nasty time. Mr. Nasty time. No, but Baby. I got a whole playlist on iTunes that I made just for when it's time. And if and if you follow me, not iTunes, Lord Jesus, Apple Music. If you follow me, Apple Music, the playlist is there. So you know it has a good little. Do I follow you on Apple Music? I I don't think I mean, so. I don't think I don't think you do. It's LeBron. I need to listen you know to that. Follow me, Apple Music. That that the playlist is That's it's R and B music. It's huh? 
You can follow people on Apple Music. Yes, yeah, yes, Apple old man. Yes. And, and like, I like you'll be able to now. We gotta be careful because our music will tell on you because it will show. It like, will tell you what you're listening, you listening to. to. It, it will tell. It will tell you what playlist that you have. So if they make certain shit public and certain shit private, because I know, I know they'd be like, damn, Josh listening to Kelly Price debut album every every day. What is that? Softest place on earth. All right. Oh, that. Oh yes. Oh, let me go ahead. And- Oh yes. Let me go ahead and um I follow him. This yes, yes, yes. He has a he has a nice one. Um I have a friend that created a place called Move Your Fucking Hand. My god, listen, take some. Can you send can you send it in the chat? I will. I'll drop it in the chat. Um so what other things are do should like we should I expect from 30? Like you expect not extreme hangovers. Oh wow, bitch! I went out to um me and my cousins went out Friday night. There was a um here in Atlantic City. Um, somebody threw a trap karaoke, trap versus uh, trap versus R&B karaoke, like tie up a party, whatever. Mm-hmm. So me and my cousins got a section. Well, mind you, one me and my one cousins went and stopped at the liquor store and got like the airplane bottles of Casamigos. Drank two half shots of those before I got in, and then I forgot we had bottles at the section too. I was done the fuck up. Mm. Now, normally my twenties, you know, what I'm saying I could wake up and be. There will be times when I was living in Charlotte, and I will go out to the club to Scorpios. If, um, if you're from Charlotte, if you know, you know, go to Scorpios, and Scorpios don't let out to about four o'clock in the morning. I don't get home to about six. I'm at mm. church in good voice, perky and everything at eight forty-five in the morning. Now, my shift didn't start till twelve noon on Saturday. I had to call out of work. Oh Jesus! I can't make it. I can't make it. <laughs> I could not make it. It's like extreme hangovers, shit aching that's not supposed to be aching yet, bitch. <laughs> yeah, you wake up, something is like. I remember a couple months ago, I kept. I would wake up, and my Achilles heels were were hurting. When I tell you, I'm like, was I playing basketball in my sleep? Like, was I running track? Like, what's what's going on? Um, another thing is, and I think you, I think you already like this now because you're a homebody. But when friends want to ask you to go somewhere, baby, you now need you now need a seventy-two to ninety-six baby. hour window. <laughs> because no, seriously, baby, it, it, it ain't no, no eight hours, me. no two and a half hours. You need. No. I need time to days. mentally prepare. I need time to mentally prepare. You know what I'm saying? And, Even like with this trap karaoke, we have been playing that shit for months because I was like, I need to, I need to prepare myself on this date. I need to be rah rah right tat tat tat. Other than then that, you need to, then you need to let me know if it's gonna be food at this at this function. You need to let me know <laughs> if this function is gonna end at a certain time, so I know you're gonna be you sleepy know, regardless. So so, uh, so I know if if I need to take a nap beforehand, you know, okay, because naps are important. That's the Naps thing. Naps are important. Because if I don't take a nap, I'm in the bed by 9 o'clock. <laughs> and who, I've been laying the fuck down at 6.45. Since <laughs> since daylight savings happened, baby, I have been in the bed rubbing my feet together like it is 12.02 midnight. Not rubbing your feet. <laughs> baby, rubbing my feet together. Doing my final cup, that baby. That is so old. That is so old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cracking up. But yeah, no, nah, that's the um you're not be able to hang like you not be able to really hang like you used to. Um, but but getting back to how you were feeling like entering entering things when it's like Jeremy was saying earlier, like that midlife pressure. 
mm. like now i'm like damn lamar you in your 30s like you're really supposed to like re- getting your shit together like what are you doing you ain't got no kids you 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 know what i'm saying like i really don't have i'm not really going after the career that i want to go after just because of personal shit but it's like you just feel like you're not doing enough like i'm like i'm alive i'm breathing but stagnant yeah <laughs> i'm in motion yeah. but i'm stagnant <laughs> yeah you feel like you're it's gridlocked like, in this this certain yes. kind of Ooh, mm-hmm. yes um so. but i think it's um i feel like part of that comes from and it's so funny that you know it's so cliche we always quote tyler perry when he talks about you know the decades of time and how you certain things click yes um, and i do feel like that happened but also mm-hmm. I started to evolve into a whole new person. And so there was a period, and this was like actually when I first started therapy, um, Kim asked me, she was like, what makes you happy? And I was just like, right. well, I don't know. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Because desires and passions have changed and people have walked out of my life and people have entered my life and relationships have hit differently and things yeah. have processed. And so you're trying to like juggle all that. And I think that's part of like the reservation where, or where you do feel the stagnancy is like, you you don't feel like you're doing enough because there's so much still holding you back from your twenties. Even me at 34, um, it's very much, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of stuff in my past that's still creeping up on me. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think part of that, yeah, stagnancy comes from all the shit you're trying to, get over <laughs> yeah yeah i agree 100 percent, 1000 percent. so 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 what are some positive things to look forward to like what what are some things that <laughs> i know because it's not like all dreary and sad right I'm just, just like I, y'all don't make y'all don't make me want to turn 30 no it's 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 great because i mean like jeremy was saying like or and we were saying earlier like which with each decade something clicks so like it's it's cool like f- having that feeling of like damn like even though i feel like this way like i really am still doing it like i have a home like i really am established like they're like and i'm like for me it's for, for me i feel good knowing that I'm, I'm at least not repeating the mistakes my parents made in their yeah. you know what i'm saying like as far as like fi- financially that's that that's what makes me happy and like really like damn my fit just the feeling of accomplishment with that mm-hmm. comes with it I'm knowing that you can do whatever the I, I, I'm grown like no I'm for real for real grown now like you I'm like you say that shit in your twenties you say that shit in your twenties try to be cute but no bitch I'm 33 I am a grown ass man yeah. <laughs> like, so I love saying that shit <laughs> yeah it hits differently um I think there's also like a new self um self awareness of confidence yes that and it's just it or it's organically gained it's there's yes. nothing that you know traumatic happened i mean that might have something to do with it but i know for me i want to say mid 33 something shifted internally mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i just and i think i shared it last season when i like basically came out on twitter without even realizing what i was doing but mm-hmm. i was 33 when i did that um mm-hmm. so there was like a new sense of confidence it's like well it's out there now so and then i got on here and talked about it you know mm-hmm. and who knows who's listening um i don't give a fuck but um is there anybody out there listening <laughs> come on here but no i i think um, the song association has been over for a while now <laughs> right uh, Mama, i want to sing. 
no, but yeah, it, you definitely have a new sense of confidence too. So that's definitely something to look forward to. Definitely something to look forward. I, I love that for us, Jeremy. I love that for us because, like mm. you said, it's organically like it. It just happens, and I can I, mm. like it's funny to like mid thirty three because like like around I want to say August of this year, I was just like, hmm, <laughs> like something yeah. just clicked. Yeah. It just clicked on the inside. I can't explain it, but like my my mentality like completely shifted. It was very interesting. Mm. Yeah, and I don't think thirty four year old me in this season that I'm going. Th- wow, this is a revelation, literally right now. In the season that I'm going through, I don't think I was ready for this when I was like thirty one or thirty two. Mm, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Yes. And so it's. Wow, that was interesting. It's so interesting now. Like, it literally just came to me. But I just, it's, even in the midst of everything that I was dealing with, as far as, like, you know, not working, no income, literally, like, facing eviction, there was, like, a new sense of faith. I guess that's what it is. And um, recognizing who God is, where I am in my life currently, it changed this year alone. Mm-hmm. And the thing, you know, like mm-hmm. I said before, the things that you sing about, that you hear about in a song, that you see other people experience, once you experience that, if you do, it's a blessing. And that sounds mm-hmm. weird, but it's a blessing. Um, mm-hmm. So my faith has been cultivated in ways that I can't even imagine or explain. Yeah, so. and I, I think you get the realization that, like, even what you said, like the, the songs that we sing in church and we worship, we just kind of sing frivolously, like mm-hmm. the enemy yeah. is going to test your confession. Yes. Period. And now like the the state that I the state that I'm in now, I feel like baby, this not my first time <laughs> at the radio. <laughs> right. Literally. You know what I'm literally. Saying? Like, this, this not my, I uh, like okay, I, I know that you're gonna test it and that's fine. Cause I wasn't singing I, I wasn't singing it frivolously, like I'm singing because this is truly is my life. Like Yeah. Yeah. So, so what I'm hearing I is know. you gain you gain a sense of or a better knowledge of foundation. And it's like yes. the things that the things yes. that you know you were taught, like it's just like, oh, girl, next you try something else because that's not going right. to work anymore. Something yeah. that else. gives me hope. Show yeah. me that gives me hope because this ain't it. Yeah. Yes. Um, that mm. gives me hope because and I I don't like doing the same routine kind of thing. Like I don't like going around the same mulberry bush. I don't like um routine in that way. So. I need things to just be understood at this level. And then we can move on to something. Mm-hmm. Twinkie said, find somebody else. You know, we can move on <laughs> to something, something else. Um, so that, that, that gives me hope. I, I like that answer. You get some, Josh, some I think grounding. I have a, I have an observation or a rhetorical question. Maybe I wonder if, this year for you, this experience, you know, with the loss of your grandmother, if 30 year old, you could handle it. Even though you're gaining a year of life and, you know, there is that sense of like, you get more knowledge and things like that. But mm-hmm. I wonder if there was a specific reason that that happened in this time. Mm. That's that definitely interesting. Does that make sense? Yeah, it it like, makes a lot of sense, but because and I think that's one of my fears about getting older. It is like, mm-hmm. okay, as I get older, I start losing more. 
mm. more people. Mm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's like, yes. ooh, okay, who who is it now? Ooh, and yeah, ooh, yeah. I'll, I'll share this. I'll share, this is an honest fear. Um, and this is why it hurt my my grandmother's death hurt me so bad because in my head, I was going to be dropping my kids off at my granny's house. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's yep. like, whoa, yep. whoa. Now that I'm approaching 30, it's like, whoa, a major part of this picture has changed drastically for me. Yeah. So now I'm I'm like, it's it's like a puzzle that you can't find two pieces. It's like it's almost complete, but it's it's not. And you know, you can try to act like it is complete and ignore it, but you really can't ignore it. It's that kind of thing. One of my biggest fears is something happening to my dad before I give him a mm. grandchild. Mm. And I'm just yeah. like, so that's a lot of pressure on me because it's like, okay, people dropping dead every day be okay. like, like, and the, I, I sure, guess that's why man. I feel like I, I feel that kind of pressure too, because I want, I want my, my father to experience the joy of his first son's, you know, child, mm-hmm. you know, as of right now, um, I think I can say this on the air. So as of right now, only my sisters have been pregnant and have have children. Mm-hmm. I think I'm still in the clear. My sister pregnant, y'all. One of my sisters is pregnant, but um, <laughs> timestamp this just because you got to cut it out. <laughs> great. What am I gonna say? Cut that out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think. I think I I fear being too late. Oh, mm-hmm. wow, yeah. Oh, and that's honest fear. And I, I feel down. I fear being too late. That oh wow, that's the pressure. The pressure is time. Mm-hmm. The timeliness. Mm-hmm. It is yeah. by the time my life and career takes off, is it going to be too late? Because I look at people like Mama Tam. Um, mm-hmm. This past uh, not, November fifth, the weekend, the, no, the first weekend in November, I was privileged to go see Mama Tam them, and um, we were just talking backstage, and it was just amazing how much time had went by, and. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just it was just this notion. Well, she said this in uh, in during her set. She said, "My mom, my mom would always tell me, Tam, if you love the Lord God with all your heart, He'll give you the desires of your heart." And she started crying because she was like, "My mom died before she could see all of this happen for me." Mm-hmm. You know, that's a fear of mine. Like mm-hmm. I when when my parents do go, I want my parents to know that I made something of myself, that I did mm-hmm. something, that mm-hmm. I didn't just attempt. Wow, um, that I didn't just attempt. I did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I that that's that's my that's the biggest piece of pressure, is that okay? This really has to happen, Josh. You really have to be this movie star. You really have to be this fantastic author and writer and, and showrunner and all this stuff. Like, you have mm-hmm. to do that because that's what you told everybody. 
and I believe it's gonna happen. I'm I just fear the timing of it, you know. Mm-hmm. I think another thing too, um, this conversation is shifting in a way that okay. Um Welcome to the was, Do I podcast. Right. <laughs> it's uh it's an insecurity too, I feel like, because mm. I can you feel that. like you feel like you haven't done enough. Yeah. You know. And you have to look at it in a different lens. And I know for me personally, if my parents, because my dad is 71, my mom's 70. So I'm like, the wheels are turning. But, you know, praise God, they're in great health. But like Mm -hmm. you said, anything can happen. One phone call, um, you know, one car drive, one one step, anything. Yeah. Um, But if they were, you know, gone tomorrow, I know they would be proud. But for me... In my lens, it's like, yes, I've accomplished a lot of things, but I'm still single. I haven't given you any grandchildren. I'm the yeah. only, and that's where that pressure kicks in again. I'm like, I'm the only child that, you know, hasn't given a, you a grandchild. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, you have others, you know, and things like that. That's great, but I haven't, you know. Um, <laughs> and so feeling like a failure or, you know, like, I'm not enough or, you know, like all those things, you know, start creeping in. And then I think about like a wedding. If I do get married and like, I want to have a, I want to dance with my mom. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. And that's the, that's the thing. Life events. Like I understand that timeline that people place on themselves because life events like you don't want to have to even think about doing life events without the people that really matter to you yeah you know that that seems unfathomable um but jeremy you you use the word insecurity i also see it as a form of imposter syndrome of Mm-hmm. I'm I'm afraid to show up for what's mine because of how I see myself. I don't see myself as accomplished enough or valuable enough. And that was one of the things that I can truly say about my grandmother, that when my grandmother left here, which is why the grandchildren, we all had our professional headshots in the, in the obituary, because we it was just my grandmother was proud of us. Mm-hmm. Like she was proud of us individually and she always supported what we wanted to do. Like I could have said, I could have came home and said, granted, I want to be a a, a car dealer to crackheads. And, she, you know, she probably would have cussed. But at the end of the day, <laughs> that's still a form of helping, you know. So she would have been okay with it. Yeah. So my grandmother was very, very proud. My grandmother had a stroke last year. And then I came over to just check on her and sit with her. And um, I showed her my children's books. And she was damn near in tears. Like, Josh, you're doing something to make the world better. Like, she was like, I, I never would have dreamed that y'all would be this wonderful and come out of me. You know, it was that kind of thing. So one thing I'm clear about, and this is one of the reasons why my grandmother leaving hurt so bad, was that that was one one other person who was just proud of me just because I I was hers. I belonged to her. Mm-hmm. I didn't really have to do anything fantastic or, um, you know, anything like that. She was just proud of me. 
That's all. I love that. For, for me, though, like when it comes to like uh, like certain life events, like weddings and like uh, dropping my kids off at like my like because I don't have any kids yet. I'm not married yet. So like I do like sometimes feel like, damn, like get on a ball or whatever. Like, is mm-hmm. it going to be too late? Like I'm having that feeling of being too late in that sense. I don't have that fear just because um, I know that when it comes to like weddings and stuff that my parents, like my parents are not going to be a part of that. Yeah. Mm. So I think, oh, I, I think I, I, I think I've settled with that, with the, the two, like that aspect of the too late fear. Uh-huh. I think I, I, I kind of just, so do you think that, do you think that comes with, do you think that resolve comes with age or with you just, you know, coming to grips with the fact that they're just not going to change? Um, I think, I think it definitely comes with age because like, just like I said, like the mentality that I have now is even with Jeremy coming out, basically, it's just like, I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> it just, I'm grown. Like, you just like, yeah, I'm grown. Yeah. You just have like this natural. I don't like this natural. I don't give a fuck because I'm grown mentality. So I think that's that's more of where it comes from. Not not some because of course in my heart of my hearts I would want to have my uh, a dance with my mom at my wedding. Yeah. But I'm okay. I'm okay if it, I'm okay that it's not going to happen because mm-hmm. I'm grown and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm grown and I don't give a fuck. That's a that's a good title for. Her. A show. It is. Right. <laughs> Bitch, I'm grown. I don't give a fuck. I'm grown. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> That's interesting. But I always take solace in the fact that, like, um, like when it comes to, like, dreams and aspirations and, like, accomplishing things, mm-hmm. I always say, all right, Lauren, it's never because I look at, like, like, the Viola Davises of the world. And Oprah. And like, you, know and- and, you know what I'm saying? Like I look at those people and I really glean inspiration from them. So it's never too late for me like to really go after and accomplish the things that I want to do. Yeah. And I'll just have the faith that when it does happen that my grandparents, my parents all will be alive to experience that and reap the benefits of that and be proud of me. Yeah. And I was talking so I was talking to my sister earlier today about this. Um because we were just talking about how we don't subscribe to the this grind culture that says you got to wake up at four o'clock every morning. Uh, you can't watch TV. You can't, you know, you only got to eat uh, uh, iceberg lettuce and cashews, you know, um, if you want to be successful. So I, I don't subscribe to that because I really believe that it's, it's really about timing. Mm. Um, and I say that because I, I, I love doing master classes. So I, I participated in the Margaret Atwood master class. She, uh, is the author of Handmaid's Tale. And she said she wrote that book over a long periodically time ago. <laughs> and she said when she first put the book out, it did nothing. But then at the right time, it got, it fell into the right person's hands, and here we have season five of Handmaid's Tale on Hulu. Yeah. You know, n- she didn't have to go back and rewrite the book; she just re-released the book, and now it's a bestseller. It's just about timing. It's it's yeah. 
when it is your time, your name, your product will fall in. Now, that does not mean sit around and do nothing and be lazy, but that does not also mean that you work yourself to death or you work yourself to the bone trying to chase a bag. I'm not chasing no bags. I'm really not. I'm I'm going to be positioned and postured the way I should be and where I Mm -hmm. should be. And I'm going to continue to put good out in the earth and, you know, if God be God, that's, that's going to come back to me. Um, I think that is kind of like a, definitely a cultural thing. Yeah. So I feel like, like all of us, all of us niggers, like it's just, <laughs> imbe- it's just embedded, it's embedded us. We got to work twice. It's hard to get half of what? Yeah. Come on church. Yeah. I know you out there. I think it's just embedded in that grind culture is embedded in us. So even like hearing you talk about it, that kind of freed me a little bit, honestly, because mm-hmm. it's like, it's just taught to us like whether we know it or not like whether it's like verbally or just by us seeing our parents work and grind and do what they got to do to get us out of get us out the mud or whatever like it's just embedded i'm gonna i'm gonna share this clip with y'all i found this clip interesting um bishop td jakes was talking about how he became to be bishop td jakes and he was like you know i was just a, a, a a small town preacher from virginia moved to dallas started this ministry I was paying, you know, I was paying for my own TV time. I was running everything, doing everything, you know, pretty much. And um, it just so happened that Bishop Carlton Pearson asked me to come to Azusa. I go to I go to Azusa and um, he was just pretty much saying that he didn't have his own TV slot yet. He Mm. did, you know, so his first appearance on TV was a clip from Bishop um, Carlton Pearson Azusa. So he mm-hmm. he goes on to say that had it not been for Bishop Carlton Pearson posting the clip that he posted at the time for the time slot that he posted, he said Paul Crouch just so happened to get home at that time and saw that and that's how he was offered his own TV slot. Mm-hmm. That's that certain set of time that Bishop Carlton Pearson selected to be on his TV broadcast happened to come on at the exact time Paul Crouch was coming home who said, who is this man? I need to have him on my, on my TV network. Mm. So Mm. it's just, it's, it's, it's not about all of the things that we force ourselves to model after and do. It's really about becoming okay with time. And I think that's the biggest fight that we have. Even me with this, 30 on my ass episode it is <laughs> really having to come to grips with time that time is really in control and I think everything is subject to time um i think another thing too is like i'm sure we've all experienced it when um now you want to start moving when i'm talking okay um when you get that blessing that you prayed for it's in that you have the moment be it whatever it is in the midst of that blessing or you know after it's all transpired or whatever but you recognize if i if i had gotten it when i wanted it i wouldn't have appreciated it yeah or gone through that you know or received it the way that i should have and carried it like i yeah i never want well i don't say i'll never but preconceived blessings 
I'm not going to be able to get the full fruit of it. You know, yeah. I have to yeah. allow him to prepare me for it. And mm-hmm. I mean, Josh, you can probably relate to this. There's probably something that you've booked that you were like, yeah, I probably didn't have the right mindset prior to that. Yeah. And I'm now, but now I'm ready for it. Or that role was too big for me. You know, if I was yeah. that age when I got it. So it's, it's so interesting, like that it's always at the right time. Yeah, because there's just some God of Chronos time. Hi, yeah, yeah, But there is just and certain things that you just won't understand until you grow into those shoes and mature like that. You know, um, I, I, I think it's interesting that you say that because I look back on some of the roles that I did play, and I say to myself now, if I were playing that today, I would play that differently because mm-hmm. I'm at a different juncture in my life. Um, mm-hmm. But the reconciliation of time. Even when even when I was grieving, I think I think humanity bucks against time. Because yeah. even even when my grandmother passed and I would cry, people would be like, Oh, be strong. You know, your grandmother wouldn't want you to cry. And what I had to remind people of is the Bible says in Ecclesiastes three, there's a time for everything. A time and a season for everything. There's a time to cry and then there's a time to laugh. You know, and I just I I was just going around saying, don't rush me out of a season I'm in prematurely because it makes you uncomfortable. You know, give me the time that I need to handle this space and get what I need from this space in the season of my life, so that when I get to the next one, I'm not resentful or yes. you know. carrying the baggage of my last season so i think we have to come to grips and find resolve in stopping or relinquishing our need for control number one and our need to know everything and and control time time is time is something that we are all we all have to face and we all have to come subject to you're not wrong whether we want to or not. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of time, child, 2022 is almost over. Thanksgiving is fucking oh, next week. Man. It is next <laughs> week. And I want all the low vibrational plates, please. Oh, all of please. them. Please. I don't want anything high <laughs> I mean, vibrational except gutter. That is also a great title for next week's show. <laughs> we going to name being high. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna name next week's show vibranium because we're gonna talk about black panther and great. all of that too so yeah this is yes. so great uh, i'm cracking up i'm a fucking genius but... well we thank the lord for your contribution god be the glory for that for you anyway anyway <laughs> <laughs> Um, Jeremy, who's in your DMs acting crazy? It's not a current one, but well, are you the one in the was... DMs acting crazy? Uh oh, you didn't have. Okay, Uh-oh. first of all, <laughs> it's the look over the microphone for me, John. Okay, this nigga is fucking psycho. Like, what is wrong? Wow, I don't need you sounding like the man from one hundred five point seven when you ask that question. <laughs> Secondly. <laughs> I have not been in, uh, yeah, I have not been in anybody's DMs like that. So on Instagram, this was like, this was definitely earlier this year. Like, y'all, I love to eat. I really do. Like, 
I'm a basic, I'm a basic one. Like we can go to Chick-fil-A and pig out, like period. Get some it's of the homo basic, chicken. You guys. Um basic people I mean, reply. Baby Wendy's, you know, you know about basic, wouldn't you? Jimmy anyway, said you, can get, you can get that four for four, four for four. That five dollar biggie bag. Yeah. <laughs> Super sassy. Shut up. <laughs> um what the fuck I was? Oh, so yeah, I love to eat. I love to eat, and so I posted like a little boomerang or whatever, and I was looking cute per usual. And somebody like was like, "You're really cute. Can I take you to Chipotle?" And I was so offended because <laughs> of all fucking places, fucking Chipotle, where I'm going to have a shit after my life. Like my nigga, I don't want this stale ass steak um, with rice. With oh them two God. pieces of steak they get because they're so fucking stingy. Well, I like Chipotle. I get a I get I a chicken too. burrito with cheese. But of all places, double like meat. my nigga, my nigga, uh, double. <laughs> I know that it's double meat. <laughs> wow. Um, that's Shalong. That BBC. Wow. Come back. Um, <laughs> came back. But no, like I was really offended. Like. Of all, like chilies, you know, Applebee's get a little dollar vodka. Like, come on, bitch, Chipotle. my nigga, Chipotle. <laughs> you're so cute. Can I take you to Chipotle? I was fucking done. I didn't even fucking respond it. Ooh, responded. I didn't even wow. fucking respond. Wow. <laughs> yo, yo. Excuse me. Wow. <laughs> Jimmy's fuck up of the week. <laughs> Welcome. <Right. laughs> Sorry about that. Yo, because we all here done the fuck up. Baby, cooked. I think I'm Baby, on my I, second wave of this edible. Like I'm going what? so high. I yeah. think I'm in these lights. You hear me? LeRon, you didn't sunk as the episode is going <laughs> okay. on, girl. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> my eyes is like barely open. <laughs> so let's close out the show before we, baby, before we go somewhere we don't need to go. This hit my spirit this week. I was just, ooh, I was just scrolling minding my business and i just felt the need to tell somebody tonight be free crackhead mm. put it down crackhead like y'all got to get out these hard drugs i i know they're fun i know they give you this euphoric sensation or this um this intergalactic feel but you got to get off these hard drugs there is no way that you are 17 and look older than me like come on like stop y'all have to this these hard drugs is aging y'all now smoke a little weed it's herbal okay clear your, it'll okay. clear your skin up and everything help fight cancer and strengthen your white t-cells you know uh it's fcd fda didn't approve of that but you know, I I believe it. F F C D A. Yes, yeah, baby, y'all got, to, y'all got to get off these hard drugs, baby. It's not good for you. It don't look becoming. You look a mess. You look elderly. You look bad. Jesus, you're twenty three, you looking fifty five. Looking fifty five, torn between the two. <laughs> you look like you look like you sit around the house eating ginger snaps. Okay, wait. I like ginger snaps. I like ginger snaps too. <laughs> Me too. I have two things that I want to address. The first, yeah, you got a double thing. The Holy Ghost just brought it back to me. 
LeBron, you are petty as fuck because no. your black ass said, I'm not going to cut you off. Like, Bitch, you thought I was going to skate over that and I was Please. not. No, because that's, that's supposed to be off the air thing. <laughs> that's supposed to keep, keep out that later. <laughs> that blessed me. No, but secondly, my white people, let us have something. Let us have something. We started the Cuff It Challenge and here y'all come off rhythm as I, I like somebody said the, the, they so off the rhythm is in the parking lot I fucking scream <laughs> because it's the truth like let us have something please like you don't have soul <laughs> y'all see them Fuck. doing um, the uh, the um, some cut challenge on TikTok so stiff <laughs> so stiff I mean, <laughs> but it's their like bones bone and skin skin and bone <laughs> It is their nature. They will steal. They thieves and robbers. They will steal. Thieves baby, they will steal it right from under your face. I'm correcting uh, right um, on this lane. I guess I'll be the serious one of the bunch tonight. <laughs> I'm <laughs> serious, boy. He is. All right. He is. So, they do need to get off these right. hard drugs. I meant that. <laughs> <laughs> I meant that. Yo, Josh, shut the fuck. It was that shit that got me. <laughs> no, but seriously, this actually kind of hit me. I really didn't have anything to say because, you know, whatever. But um, this hit my spirit while we were talking because, like, coming back to, like, just talk about time and just trying to time that, time that in. Lord, get it together. I bind you up. <laughs> um, tying into it not being too late. Um, God is not silent concerning you. Hiya. I heard that earlier this week and it really did encourage me because I was having that feeling of damn it's too late, but God is not silent concerning you. He, your name is definitely in the wind and it it is being dropped in the right ears. It's being dropped in the right conference rooms. It's being dropped on the right zoom call. Your name is being dropped. He's not silent concerning you and there's scripture, plenty of scripture to back that up. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm it on the list. Laurent yeah, said, I got a revelation tonight. Hi. <laughs> Open your Bibles. Open your Bibles, because we can Open go there if you want to go there with me. Get in your but word. Nah, for real. Read. Read. <laughs> I love when they read. I love when they read. Okay, and let me speaking of that, y'all gonna stop disrespecting my God and not standing when the uh, word <laughs> of God is being read. Stand up when the word of God is being read. Show Honor him. Respect. Honor him. <laughs> and don't be walking. Don't be chewing that gum. <laughs> Stop popping that gum. Stop popping that gum. Well, this has been a fantastic show, you guys. Um, so for those of you who are out there, um, answer the question that we put on Spotify. Um, do you feel any pressure um, in your 30s? Let us know. Um, as always, email us, DM us. Uh, do what you have to do to contact us. We want to hear from you. Uh, like, share, and subscribe. Uh, tell somebody about this podcast. We will be back next week talking about Wakanda and our wretched-ass families. Okay? So, um, you know, watch the movie because there will be spoiler alerts next week. And Definitely. damn it, you had months to know and to prepare yourself to see this movie. So, if I don't want to hear, why y'all spoil a movie? <laughs> I'm telling you right damn now, boy. Ha, 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 ha.
Josh is done the fuck up. <laughs> I am. I am. So it's to all a good night. It is the illest, the chillest rapper of them all, J Dub, signing out oh, for you. Wow. Uh, <laughs> so heavy. Them asses are real heavy. You know yeah. what else is heavy? This block. This dick. This dick. Uh, this dick.